You're listening to the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast, episode 94. Well, hello there, my beauties. I hope all is well. I'm real excited for today's episode because it is something that I see people struggle with fairly often or maybe not even struggle with as much as they just don't even know where to start. So today we are going to be talking all about how to choose a content platform that makes sense for you and your business. So if you're ready, then let's jump on in. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Do you ever wish that you could just have your next month's worth of content planned out for you, or at least have some help making a plan that is actually strategy-based and not just throwing a noodle at the wall and hoping it sticks? I feel ya. One of the hardest things for so many business owners and brands is coming up with content ideas that get them noticed or generate new leads. Well, you're in luck, my friend, because I am here to help. I know what it feels like to be in that creative rut of not knowing what to post, running out of ideas constantly, and just trying to keep up with this crazy content based market. So with that, I created a brand new freebie that will help you not only create an actionable plan for the next month, but I'm also giving you 30 days worth of content ideas totally free. This guide walks you through the exact thought process that I use when planning out my own monthly content, including an example as well as so many other kinds of tips and tricks to make your life a million times easier and to make your content more intentional. To get your hands on this totally free guide, head on over to Sarah Elrod dot com slash 30 days of content or you can click the link in the show notes okay so i'm not gonna lie i may have mastered this whole content creation process all right that's like maybe a little bit of a lie because clearly i'm not always the most perfect at it but i really do nerd out on the idea of creating content and planning content like seriously i could do it for fun i know it's super weird but i just love planning content for some reason and the coolest part about it is you have noticed how much time and effort that I put into creating my content because on a pretty regular basis, I would say that someone will message me asking me how I'm able to create and post on so many different platforms. And truthfully, it's a lot of freaking work. And again, I am not perfect at it, but I sure do try my darndest. And I did not start off by doing everything all at once either. So just make that fully aware in your conscience. I have spent a ridiculous amount of time figuring out a content strategy and a schedule that works for me and how I'm able to actually plan, create, post, and just plain execute the dang thing. The planning process is fun for me, but the actual creating part, well, that's a lot more time consuming. For those who don't know, I have this podcast. I have like four different Instagram accounts. I have two YouTube channels. I have three TikTok accounts and I have an email list. I have Facebook pages, Twitter. Did I say YouTube already? I think I did. There's, oh, Pinterest. That's one. LinkedIn. Literally all the things. And 
while not all the different like the reason why I have like multiple of each platform account and whatever is because I have like the different brands so I have the podcast brand and then my personal brand and then our family brand so that's kind of just extra added work that I've put on myself that isn't totally necessary um because I don't monetize all of them uh some of them are just for fun but I do monetize like my own personal stuff and then the podcast and things like that but I'm hopefully getting to the point of being able to monetize everything else and that's why I try to uh, be active on all these platforms but truthfully it is impossible to be 100% you can't be 100% in all these different places it's not possible I'm just gonna say that right now and since I do not have a social media manager or anything like that uh, yet (laughs) that it's it's impossible so I just do my best I have fun with it whatever that's my little soapbox but with that I have always let certain hurdles stand in my way that have also held me back from getting things done too so while it might look like I'm in a lot of places at all the same time or whatever it's not true so take it from me done is better than perfect posting the content is better than not posting at all and I could go on and on about that but don't worry I will save you that misery for another time. So for today, we are just focusing on step one, which is choosing the actual platform that you are going to be creating on. So let's get on into that. So the first thing I want to discuss is the difference between micro and macro content. And you're likely going to hear of two different types of content platforms pretty regularly if you're in this space. I personally call them micro and macro content. I don't know why. That's just what's stuck in my head. But you may also hear of them referred to as like long form and short form content or primary content and secondary content. Those are also very popular ones. Different names that all mean the same thing basically. Macro content is your main hub for your content. So this looks like things like um, blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, all that jazz. Whereas your micro content plays more of a supporting role to your macro content. Typically micro content is things like social media, Instagram, an email newsletter, all that jazz. Kind of the smaller, uh, shorter form content. When you are first starting to create a content strategy, I would really only focus on two of these things. So you're going to want to pick one macro content platform and one micro content platform. And once you get into a system and like it feels good and you feel like you're able to be consistent and things like that, then you can begin to add more into your strategy if you want to. The next thing you need to think about is who your content is for. So before committing to a content platform on either scale, you need to have a clear idea of who your content is for. Who is your ideal client or your target audience? Who is the person that is going to be seeing your content and taking something away from it? For example, let's say you are a hairstylist. You might be tempted to say that your audience is like anyone who wants to have their hair done, but that is very vague and that leaves a very vague space for anybody to be your clientele and not like a specific person and it's not going to resonate very much with anyone in particular. So you want to get a lot more specific than that. So maybe you are a hairstylist specializing in bohemian braided updos 
that is a very specific niche and will help you figure out where your target audience may be hanging out at. Chances are for something like a hairstylist, people are going to be watching more like YouTube videos and tutorials on how to DIY certain looks versus listening to like a podcast. Because if you're a hairstylist, I'm sure there's a way you could make a podcast about it. But for the most part, I think a YouTube channel or some sort of video visual type content is going to be better. Now, if you are a chef or a cook of some kind, a blog might be the best option because most people want to skip ahead to the recipe itself and not watch you talk a bunch about how to do something. Now, that's not to say that a YouTube channel would not benefit you. I'm just saying pick one to start with. So, you know, I think it could be really fun to watch people cook because I obviously like watching the Food Network and watching people cook and things like that. But if we're just picking one for now, so don't try to do a YouTube channel and a blog pick one or the other. Personally, I think if you're going to do something like if your content is posting recipes, I think a blog is a little bit better because people aren't going to want to, if people are looking for a quick dinner recipe, like they're just going to want to skip ahead to the recipe itself, or at least that's how I am. Maybe that's not your ideal client. Maybe I'm not your ideal client. So again, you have to think about it. It's different for everybody. That's not to say that what I'm saying is 100% gold. Um, it just depends who you're talking to and what kind of recipes you're talking to. If you're talking to, um, if you're a cook and your ideal client is a busy mom who has to whip up 20 minute dinners, then yeah, you're probably going to want to do a blog post where it's just short, quick, sweet, straight to the point type of thing versus like, a 20 minute video showing them how to do something. The next thing that you're going to want to think about is how to choose a platform. So once you know who your audience is that you're going to be serving and attracting, then you need to ask yourself some questions in order to find out what content platform is going to be best suited for your needs as well as your personality and your audience as we talked about before. So ask yourself things like, do I prefer to be on video or write long posts or only talk? This is how you can kind of decide on whether or not you want to do something like a podcast or a video show or YouTube channel or whatever or a blog. You also need to think about which of these things feels easy and enjoyable for you so that you can be able to show up and create consistently. So many creators and business owners are dropping the ball with content creation because they make too big of a promise to themselves and they can't keep it. So if sitting down to film, edit, record, publish a YouTube video, all that kind of stuff, at least once a week seems like a lot to you, then maybe don't go for that one. But let me also say this, don't let the idea of perfectionism hold you back from creating on a platform that you want either. So for example, I think a YouTube channel probably has the most steps and the most things that come with it in general, just because there is that video element to it. Whereas a podcast, like you don't necessarily have to get ready. I mean, not that you have to get ready for a YouTube video, but I would say typically most people try to get ready for a YouTube video, like make themselves more presentable looking. Um, but for a podcast, it's a little less steps um, than that. But also don't let the idea of perfectionism hold you back. So if you prefer to be on video and you want to be on video and like the only way you're going to get on video is with a messy bun and no makeup, then like so be it. Don't let the idea of having to have your hair perfectly done and your makeup beautiful every single time stop you from creating. You just have to be realistic with yourself and your time, but also give yourself grace to learn and grow and just start somewhere. 
Sometimes we think that it's too much work to put out a video every week because we want the video to be like our idea of perfection and we set ourselves up to fail and not be consistent by having too many barriers to entry. Things like the perfect camera setup or the perfect audio setup or not having the motivation to do your hair and makeup and film a video, you know, all the time, like I just said, chances are the more barriers you create for yourself, the less likely you are going to be consistent and show up. So be honest with yourself. What comes easy to you? Writing, talking, performing, showing your face, start there and then move on. After you decide on your macro content, which is what we just talked about, then you need to pick your micro content. This is typically a lot easier because it's likely what you are already spending the most time on, which is social media. And overall, I would say that Instagram is probably the most popular option for micro content. And if you love the good old IG, then I say go for it. The nice thing about creating micro or supporting content is that the hard work is already done for you. So you've already done the meat of what you want to say. That's already done. It already happened. Now you can just summarize or straight copy and paste a blurb and use it as a caption. So if you have a blog post, you can just take a paragraph from that blog post and use it as an Instagram caption and then have a CTA or a call to action at the end of that post that says, check out the newest blog post, you know, for the full story or the full information or whatever. You're essentially using micro content to drive your audience to your macro content. It's supporting content. It's for the greater purpose of getting people onto something like your website to to view your actual big main content. And people may find you on social media, but that's just the beginning of your relationship. You don't want to make social media the end-all, be-all. You want to try to get them onto your website, onto your email list to expand, grow, and nurture this little relationship that you have built now because that's how you're eventually going to get people to go where you want them to go. Social media, they might stick around for a while. You have to build the relationship there too, but if you can have them take that next step in the journey with you, then that's even better. Calling all photographers, is your business protected legally? In other words, are you sure that the contracts you're using are foolproof just in case you ever run into a sticky situation with a client? Are you even using contracts? My dude, it is time to get one if you do not already have one. And even if you do have one, it might be time to make sure that it is solid as can be. I have teamed up with Rachel Brenke, photographer, attorney, and owner of The Law Tog to bring you guys professional, written, and attorney-approved contracts for whatever kind of photography you might be doing. Literally everything from portraits to weddings, real estate, and more. These contracts are tried and true, and you can walk away knowing that you invested in keeping your business safe. No more using those janky free online contracts. It's time to invest in yourself and your business. Head on over to sarahelrod.com slash contracts to check out all the contracts. That's sarahelrod.com slash contracts and get your business protected today. You won't regret it. So something I always like to say is when in doubt, blog it out. I don't actually say that, but if you are still stuck on what to do or like what direction to go, you don't really know what platform you want to be on, what you should be doing, my recommendation is to always start a blog and here's why. A blog lives on your website, whereas a video show like a YouTube channel or whatever, or like a podcast, those live on a podcast hosting platform and YouTube lives on YouTube. Now, there's absolutely no harm in those other two things 
But personally, at least for me, if I'm going to do a video or a podcast, I'm also going to have a corresponding blog post to go with it where I can embed the original content. That way, anytime I want to link that particular piece of content, I can link the blog post instead of the direct video. What this is going to do is bring more people onto my actual website, which is the main goal anyway. Now, that's not something I would suggest for a new creator because it adds a lot of extra steps and I know this could potentially sound like a lot of mumbo jumbo right now and that's why I think starting with a blog is great because you are beginning with content that is straight on your website from the beginning and it doesn't require you to have any fancy equipment, just the internet. Having content being hosted on your own website allows you to be in charge of your user experience. So when we rely on like a third party platform like Instagram or YouTube only, we're putting the control in the owner's hands of those platforms. But on your own website, you are in control because you own that website. You own what people are going to experience and see and all of that good stuff. And that's really, really important, especially as your business grows and your brand expands. You want to really have that full control of how people are interacting with you. So just a few final thoughts. At the end of the day, all that really matters is that you choose something that you can stay committed to. The more time and energy that you put into being consistent into one platform, the faster the results are going to be for you. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on this and what platform you think you are the most comfortable on. So make sure to follow at Brandy Cowgirl Podcast on Instagram and let me know what your business is and what kind of content you plan to create because I'd really love to connect with you. And until then, I hope you guys have the most amazing day ever. And I will chat with you in the next one. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.